I'm with Ruth Price, Principal Food Law Advisor at Camden BRI, and today we're talking about reviewing food and drink labels for compliance with legislation. So as a start then, Ruth, what exactly is a label review? Well, it's an independent assessment of all aspects of a product label, whether that be the written or pictorial information, to ensure that label complies with the legislation and the associated best practice guidance. So why is now the right time for companies to consider reviewing their product labels? The new Food Information to Consumers regulation came into force in 2011 and it applies from 2014 and this will affect many aspects of product labels and changes will need to be made to those labels to become compliant. Now clearly it's going to be cost effective and efficient to get those labels right first time so an independent assessment can be very useful and can save money in the long term. Labelling mistakes may lead to the necessity for reprint of labels, recall of a product or even enforcement action, all of which can be very costly to the business. So you mentioned that the food information to consumers regulation will affect many aspects of a label. Can you give us some examples? Well, yes, almost everything will be affected, but in particular the product name, nutrition labelling, the ingredients declaration and the inclusion of allergen declaration, and there will be a minimum font size. So if we look at some of those in a little bit more detail, how is the name affected? The name will particularly affect those in the meat and fish industry. For example, a meat or fish with the appearance of a cut joint or slice will need to declare the presence of water in the name of the food when the water is present at greater than 5%. Or formed fish and formed meat that give the impression of being a whole piece of meat will now need to declare formed in the name of the product. And how about ingredients? An example there might be the use of the generic term vegetable oil will be lost unless when the term vegetable oil is used all the oils are grouped together and each declared following that term. So the term vegetable oil will be followed by the named oils in decreasing order by weight, for example palm, sunflower, rape. And you mentioned font size, so how is that affected? Yes, there'll be a minimum font size from December 2014 of 1.2 millimetres for a lowercase x height and with a reduction to 0.9 millimetres for packs with a largest surfaced area of 80 square centimetres or less. So this may affect pack sizes ultimately. You also touched on nutrition labelling. Nutrition labelling is where we're going to see some of the most far-reaching changes. It will become mandatory to provide nutrition information for pre-packed foods and within that nutrition information the nutrients will be reordered and sodium will need to be declared as its salt equivalent. Also, front-of-pack nutrition information is now as precisely controlled as the mandatory nutrition table. So are nutrition and health claims affected by the Food Information to Consumer Regulation as well? No, they won't be affected. There is separate legislation that regulates the permitted nutrition and health claims. However, it's important to note that the Food Information to Consumers Regulation dictates a mandatory format for the nutrients that are the subject of the claim. 
So there's separate legislation for nutrition and health claims. So would a label review cover other legislation? Yes, most definitely. There are lots of other pieces of legislation that must be considered. For example, the product-specific legislation for jams, chocolates and fruit juices, or maybe the weights and measures legislation. Hygiene legislation, for example, introduces the identification mark, and there's lot marking to consider as well. All of these have additional labelling requirements. So when you're carrying out a label review, what are some of the common issues that you tend to pick up? Well, one example might be the use of the allergen information box. This box can no longer be used to repeat the included allergens, but can instead be used to signpost to the ingredients list where the allergens have been highlighted. So rather than the box, say, contains nuts, for example, it will refer to the ingredients list and from that it will be obvious that the product contains nuts. Yes, it will say something along the lines of four allergens, see ingredients list. Another area which is causing some confusion is the revised format for the nutrition table and the fact that the front of pack nutrition information also has a controlled format. So if you had to offer someone responsible for labels one piece of advice, what would it be? Well, that's a difficult question. I don't think I can keep it to one piece of advice. There's a lot of legislation to consider. The first thing I'd say is if you are in any doubt at all over your labels, get specialist advice. My second piece of advice would be to plan your changes to ensure that your labels are completed in time to meet the relevant transition periods and that you place legally compliant labels on the market. Ruth Price, thank you very much.